0: Amen. So we'll begin with a word of prayer. Father, we're just so honored to be in your house where we can worship and lift our hands and shout unto you and sing unto you and love you and really focus our mind, our hearts on you. And we thank you because you're such a good God and you have uh, brought unto us a full redemption through Jesus Christ our Lord. And we're so grateful. And we thank you tonight for the Holy Spirit, our teacher, that tonight as we bring forth your word, the Holy Spirit is here to, to teach and to bring revelation knowledge and a spiritual understanding and help uh, for all of us. And we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, I, I like uh, Pastor David said, I'm going to teach a little bit on healing tonight. And I thought about it this afternoon And as I was praying. You know, sometimes it's good, even if you're not sick to just get a vaccination or an inoculation. You know, since we're sheep, we can be inoculated, right? <laughs> and um, yeah, right. so we'll be all get an inoculation. You know, we could use it. You know, there's a new named disease that's a threat. And um, I love it when they name them because then we know that there's a name above that name. Absolutely. And the name of Jesus handles everything. So this coronavirus, you know, is under the name of Jesus and subject to the name of Jesus. And so I thought we'd take a a minute, you know, toward the end and just kind of pray about that. Take some authority over that mess. We don't need that. Uh, China doesn't need that. Nobody needs that. And we certainly don't need the uh, financial ramifications of some kind of recession and all that. We don't need that. You know, sickness and poverty run together. Have you noticed it? It's a spiritual sickness, isn't it? Uh, sickness and poverty. And they run together. They're like a team. But Jesus bore all of our sicknesses. And, you know, the Bible says that he became poor so that we might be made rich. So in his redemption and hanging on Calvary, not only did he bear all of our sins, but he took all of our sicknesses, hallelujah, And all means all, not just some. All and and anything that the devil could try to bring up against us, any new thing that he tries to come out with. And then of course he took uh lack and poverty. Hallelujah. Uh did you notice with the the woman that was uh sick with the issue of blood twelve years? Do we need a little air on? Um the that I don't want us all to fall asleep. Because I'm kind of getting warm and comfortable over here myself. <laughs> anyway, she was sick 12 years. And the Bible said not only was she sick, but she spent all that she had. So then she became poor. You know, she was broke. And uh, so the two really in times run together. And, uh, and we need to be aware that Jesus, thank God that he gave his life so that we in this life could have life and more abundant life. And abundant life is not being sick, and it's not being poor, amen? I mean, we we can have full provision and not lack because of what Jesus has done. He's a good father, and he provides for us, amen? So let's look at Acts chapter 3, we'll begin here, Acts chapter 3, and this story begins with Peter and John, they went up to pray, that's a good thing to do every day, isn't it? And it was kind of their habit, looks like. They went up at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And this is Acts 3, verse 2. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. Verse 5, and he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but as I, as such as I have, give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand, and he lifted him up, and notice this, immediately you know, we, we, we know that God can, can heal the minute hands are laid on people. They, they can recover and recover quicker than they would have recovered without laying on of hands. And, and that's wonderful. Praise God. I believe the minute contact is made with the laying on of hands, healing is released and people begin to recover. Hallelujah. And so they get better and better and better and it's speeded up the healing process. That's great. But here, immediately, don't you like immediately? This is pretty cool so we don't need to forget that God can do immediate things too. And immediately, notice his feet. His feet and his ankle bones received strength. So this name of Jesus affected this man's feet. And it affected his ankles. The bones. The name of Jesus affected the bones. That strength was brought into his physical body because a name was spoken. The name of Jesus. Isn't that wonderful to know that the name of Jesus affects our physical body? It can affect your physical body. As you speak that powerful name, amen? amen. I just love that immediately his feet and his ankles... I mean, we have feet and ankles, don't we? Yes. They can receive strength when we speak the name of Jesus. And we know it was that name because we can look on uh, verse 12. Look at verse 12. And when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, You men of Israel, why marvel you at this? Or why look you so earnestly on us? as though by our own power or holiness we had made this man to walk. So he said, wait a minute, this is getting out of hand here. It wasn't our power, because sometimes we look at the great men and women of God, oh, the ones who've had so many miracles and healings in their meetings, and we think, if we could just get to them, you know, and that's wonderful to have powerful ministers, as your pastor. I mean, he's seen tremendous miracles over the year. But if you can't find him one day and you're sick, (laughs) you have a name. Amen? You have a name that's been given to you. The name of Jesus has been given to us. Hallelujah. And all the work that he did on Calvary, which we know is finished work, it's been done, so we can take that and apply it and say it, and our ankles and our feet can receive strength. Amen? And it doesn't matter how long things have been going on either because we'll read here in a minute where this guy had been like this since we read from his mother's womb. You know, that's a long time, but we know in the next chapter it was 40 years. 40 years. Now, after 40 years, you could say, well, I'm just going to live with this. It's just part of my life. This is just what, what I am, who I am. And I know how to beg, you know, I know how to get some money and make it through. But God had better plans for him, didn't he? So they said, it's not by our own power or holiness. Now, I love the holiness part because, you know, if we are the ones, believers, who are laying hands on the sick, I don't know about you, but I know at times when I've laid hands on people, i thought, gosh, I don't know if... If this will really work today, because I got mad this morning, lost my temper when I was driving to the whatever, you know, or I said something ugly to my family member, or my children, or something. And and you know, I love this because it says it's not by your holiness. So that 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 covers anything that I might have done that's stupid, and we all do stupid things, right? It's not dependent on our perfection when we're praying for somebody. Amen? Isn't that good news? Because, you know, we can't be perfect. I'm not perfect. Are you perfect? (laughs) <laughs> Thank you for that. You're so blinded. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> love is blind. Uh, but you know, it's just amazing how we think if we've done bad, then we can't get anything from God. But if we do really, really, really good and we've done all, got all our ducks in the row, God's gonna listen and these people are gonna be healed. It's not by our holiness. Amen. It's not, no, it's by his holiness, (laughs) but not by ours. It's by his power, but not ours. And that's what they said here, and I just love that verse. So look at verse 16. And his name, through faith in his name, hath made this man strong. So then we know the answer. What happened here? The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. And it says, Whom you see and know, yea, the faith which is by him. We don't even have to crank it out, you know, or work it up. God gives us the faith to release it in the name of Jesus. Amen? Isn't that nice? It's just all about Him. It's just all about Him, isn't it? And that's great because you can depend on Jesus. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's not like in a good mood on Sunday and a really bad mood on Monday. He's the same. So you can always depend on that name. And it says it, that faith is in, uh, which is in, which is by him, hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. So this faith in the name of Jesus is what brought healing. Now look over in chapter four, cause I want you to see this as well. In verse 22, for the man was above 40 years old, on whom this miracle of healing was showed. So this miracle came about and healed him who had been 40 years in this condition. And I really like to emphasize that to people because we do put up with things sometimes that we don't need to or have to. We just get used to it and get used to living with it. And uh, in the Bible, it's recorded. This guy was 40 years old. And he was lame all that time. Then the woman with the issue of blood, 12 years, it says, was sick. Why did why, did, why did, is it recorded? Because I believe God wants us to know. No matter how long it's been going on, I'm still the answer, y'all. Jesus is still the answer. Amen? And so then there was also a woman that we know that was uh, bowed over. She had some kind of, of something with her back. And the Bible says it was 18 years recorded how long she had been bowed over. And um, uh, Jesus said she should be loosed from this. Amen. <laughs> she should be loosed from this. And she was. Hallelujah. There's always healing associated with Jesus. Notice he didn't go around putting sickness on people. You can't find that in the Bible. And you wonder, how did that even start get, getting minute preached? Because you just can't find where he went about doing bad and putting sickness on everybody he came in contact with. Because no. right. the devil was with him. No, there's no cooperation between the two. <laughs> collaboration, there's always a, a, a very definite pattern that we see where Jesus was compassionate and healed the sick, and the devil is the oppressor isn't he he's come to steal kill and destroy and and we have to really keep those those that division in our mind otherwise we get confused and the devil loves confusion he works in that and then we doubt and unbelief come in and we really can't trust a father that we don't know how, what what kind of uh character he has right I mean, you know, you trust somebody because you uh, they have a pattern of behavior that you know, uh, yeah, a track record, that you know, well, they would never do that because I know their character. I know their nature. And so we have to know God's nature, and he showed us his nature through Jesus Christ. He said, here's my nature. (laughs) And Jesus went about doing good, Acts 10.38, and healing all who were oppressed of the devil... God was with him so it shows God's nature doesn't it isn't it nice you just look at the word and it just shows us everything that we need to know amen so let's look at um, let's look at Acts chapter 19 Acts chapter 19 and verse 11 and god wrought this is acts 19:11 and god wrought special miracles by the hands of paul so that from his body were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs or aprons and the diseases notice the diseases departed from them the diseases didn't go into them to teach them something right the diseases departed from them. Uh-huh. Now that's good news, isn't it? Yeah. And the evil spirits went out of them. So there we see there's a, a kindred or, you know, there's a kinship between sickness and evil spirits. Absolutely. I love what David, we were talking about some things the other day about sickness, et cetera, and, and he said, Kenneth Hagan said, sickness is spiritual. All sickness is spiritual. Now, if you think about that, that, that should make us smile because in the realm of the Spirit, we have authority. Isn't that interesting? That's one realm that we've been given a name that is in you know heaven, earth, and beneath the earth. We have that authority. Now, if we, you know we we're not physicians, I don't think any of us are physicians or nurses or have that you know skill set, et cetera. But and I, I, I appreciate them so much. One of my really good friends is a, is my physician. I have a doctor. Amen. And she's a prayer too. She when I go in to see her, she lays hands on me, prays. Amen. Praising tongues. Wonderful to have a doctor like that. So I'm not against doctors. But I'm just saying, if they don't know what to do like this coronavirus, we have a great physician that does know. Amen? And so we can take it to a higher level and um, know that our physician knows all. Amen. He knows all. Isn't that marvelous? Praise the Lord. I remember when the Ebola came yeah. to visit us and my daughter, uh, living in Texas, of course she lives there still, but she said, Mother, the cases here of Ebola, they're, they're at this hospital in Dallas and it's 10 minutes from where I live. And I said, well, that's all right. It's no big deal. She said, well, it is a big deal. It's 10 minutes, you know. And at that point, everybody was pretty scared, right? I think they, I think Rhonda, you were, you and your family were coming to Panama City, if I'm not mistaken. Jonathan had pain. Her son, they're on vacation coming to Panama City. He's in so much pain because it was appendicitis, but they didn't know they almost quarantined him because of Ebola. I you know. And it was not good. But anyway, I said, no, 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 no. You don't have to be afraid of this. Because we have an authority and the Word of God and the promises of God. And in Psalm 91, y'all will remember this, what I told her. I said, there shall, this is Psalm 91, verse 10, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh your dwelling. So it doesn't mean, it doesn't matter if it's 10 minutes. It will not come nigh your dwelling, amen? Amen. Now that's marvelous, isn't it? That's a scripture for all of us tonight. And, and, and while we're in Psalms, let's look at, let's look at this a little closer. Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I love that. I love being in His shadow. I mean, that's really close when you're in someone's shadow. But remember now, we've got a better covenant based on better promises. Where we are right now, we're in Him and He's in us. We're not just under His shadow. We're in Him. Isn't that something? We are in Him and He is in us. Christ in us. So there's a joint, there's a joining. There's a connection. We're one with Him. Now that's power. And this is what we have to remind ourselves of when these kind of things are on the news. And it's trying to stir up fear and say, you know, I don't want to go anywhere and I don't want to do anything. And not Well, okay, be led of the Spirit, amen? Always be led of the Spirit. But we don't have to live in fear and torment, amen? We do not have to live that way. And that's what the devil wants to do all the time is stir up fear with terrorism and terror and just so terror in every part of your life. But he is a liar. Hallelujah. So it says here... I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee or us from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. Now, if we can put verse 3 up there in the New Living Translation. Do we have the New Living Translation? If not, I can just read it, but you do have it wonderful. Okay. The New Living Translation, Psalm 91, and this is verse 3. For he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. So we're covered according to the scripture, according to the word, right? Hallelujah. We don't have to fear. We don't have to live in fear and terror. And then it goes on down to say, even if it gets really bad, verse 7, a thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh you. (laughs) Hallelujah. It shall not come nigh us. In fact, not only shall it not come nigh us, but anybody that we're around, we know the answer for them too. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. We know the and, and it mentions, you know, that he shall cover us with his feathers. Verse 4. The feathers are the angels of God. Aren't they? Yes. They've got wings. They've got feathers. And they're, they're messengers sent from God. And so he's going to cover you with the angelic host. Hallelujah. And... uh under those wings, we trust in the Lord. Praise the Lord. We're protected. Glory to God. God. So, verse 11, For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. He is faithful, he is reliable, and God is stable. He's always the same. Yes. God doesn't change. He doesn't need to change, because he's perfect. <laughs> and we Sometimes we need to change here and there, but he doesn't. He's perfect so that we can always depend on his word and what he's saying to us. Isn't that great relief? Amen. Hallelujah. So um, we can say to the, to sickness and disease, depart from the midst of us. Just like it did in Acts 19 when those claws were laid on the sick. Diseases left. I can just see the devil going, uh-oh, got to go. <laughs> Bye. See you later. I can't stay around with the anointing. Amen. Amen? I can't stay around the anointing. Well, you're anointed. You're an anointed one because Christ lives in you. So, he has to disease has to go. And we sometimes you just have to stand against him. He'll try with symptoms and all, but he has to go. Um let's look at Matthew 8:17. Just note one more scripture here and then I'm going to let you go. Matthew 8. And the Bible from the Old Testament to the New Testament, it's so obvious that Jesus wants us whole. He wants us healed and well, just like we want our children well and healed. And he's a much better father than, than we even can think about being. Matthew eight seventeen. the Bible says here, That it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Now that's our past, present, and future sickness. (laughs) Anything that the enemy tries to come up with some new whatever, it's already covered by the blood of Jesus. He already bore it in his body. Amen? So we pray, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus. And we thank you that you have delivered us from sickness and disease, from pain and sorrow, any kind of affliction, we are delivered. And so we declare that deliverance over ourselves, over our families, over our friends, our, our church families. And, and Lord, because you've called us To be those intercessors. We stand in the gap, Father, tonight. For those who have been taken sick by this new disease. And we stand in the gap, Father, with compassion in our hearts for those who are suffering tonight. And we speak a wave of healing power over them. In Jesus' name. Show your glory, Father, your healing power and help from heaven. We thank you, Lord, for you desire it even more than we do. And you know these people. We don't know them, but you know them. And we thank you, Lord, for anyone working in the medical field on this case, that they have wisdom from above in Jesus' name. And we thank you for a healing and a cure. Hallelujah. We bind this disease, this coronavirus. You have to go in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We see the blood of Jesus. You shed your blood for the whole world. For the whole world, we see the blood, the blood, the blood. Over this globe, we thank you, Lord. You shed the blood... Your blood for everyone. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. You spoke to us and you said, whatever you bind on earth is bound in the heavens. We bind up this mess in Jesus' name and we cast it out. You said, whatever we loose on earth is loosed in the heavens. And we lose the healing power, the miracle working power, the wisdom of God. We stand against this demonic attack. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And I thank you, Lord, we're free from disease. And not just this disease, but all diseases. Thank you, Lord, for even those here tonight and listening on live stream. That the healing power right now, at the sound of my voice, is working in their physical bodies. If it is their ankles and their feet, right now they're receiving strength. Healing in their bones, in their tissues, in their blood, in their organs, in their skin. In their cells. Thank You, Lord, for healing. Thank You, Lord, for healing and health. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to You, Father. Glory, 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 glory and honor and praise to the great Physician. Our great Physician. He who made us... (laughs) who formed us in our mother's womb, is well able to heal and to deliver and to form even new parts if new things are needed in physical bodies tonight. We thank You, Lord, for new... Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank You, Jesus. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise You, Lord. Praise You, Lord. Praise You, Lord. The miracle-working power of God. And we believe You, Lord, even this weekend for this camp meeting, that if anyone comes that's sick, hurting, that the minute they come in this building, the sickness departs. Sickness departs. Pain leaves in Jesus' name. We thank You, Father. For the life of God, the life, the life that Jesus paid for, that we might have life and have it more abundantly, life and wholeness, peace and freedom from pain. Freedom from sickness, freedom from torment in our physical body, even mental health. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for relief. For relief right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ron, do you want to sing one thing before we go?